This, this, this is God Stories Radio Podcast. God Stories Radio With Fritz, Mike, and Tina. Hi, everyone. I'm Barbara Beck, host of Welcome Home on Good Life 45. And you're listening to my good friends, Fritz, Mike, and Tina, right here on God Stories Radio, bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement to the world through the power of the Christian testimony. Keep listening for a big blessing from the Lord. Welcome, everyone, to God Stories Radio. This is session 191. Two. Two. 192 already? <laughs> yeah, 192. It is 192. I know it's Thursday. It is Thursday. Yes, it is. We're all here. day. All day it's been Thursday. <laughs> you bet. What's going on over there, Mikey? <laughs> oh, just things. <laughs> just things. Just things. Well, it's either... Riding the wave Riding or the wave, yeah. Just things. we were talking about that earlier before we came in. True. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, um, when you can't explain it in one sentence, it's riding the wave. Riding the wave. Just things. <laughs> uh something, you know, like last last week or two, I guess things have been talked about about um myself and where's that woman and so on and so forth and Where is that woman? I don't know. And today I just thought it something that you know i go get a haircut i haven't seen this woman in in uh two months and she says so any woman yet i says no i wish but no and then i get home and then martin's there and he said something about we got to get you a woman or something so okay (laughs) coming from the one that yeah really yeah never mind yeah (laughs) <laughs> i love love you martin uh, you're awesome buddy love it what's going on over there babe uh you know just diving into the word trying to yeah we have yeah dove into the word we really have yeah we're trying to pray and fast and really just uh get on a whole new level i know it's made a difference especially for me yeah yeah it's fun um because you know, sometimes when you've been on the journey for a long time, you kind of feel like you know it all, you've heard it all, you know, and and sometimes you just don't want to put that kind of diligence towards it. And then the Lord just shows you, you know nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, wow, I didn't realize all that was there. When did, when did they add that to the Bible? <laughs> Turns out it's been there all well, along. Well, yeah, it's like Robert Morris says, it really is a spiritual book. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. But we've had uh, a lot of fun reading about the symbols and symbology. Yeah. And Boy, that's the truth. So forth. So it's I see been, the Bible in a completely different way now. It, it's amazing, isn't it? Especially with trees and birds of the air and beasts of the field. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely uh, ramping up the uh, prayer life, ramping up the uh, the walk. Yep. Like to ramp up the walk. That's for sure. I like to walk up the walk. Ramp up the wave <laughs> for Mikey. Uh-huh. Hey, we want to welcome everybody on Mixler tonight. We got some new folks on there. Hey, Alexander Ray, man, I haven't seen you in a, in a while. Welcome. Hey, Alexander. And our Hello. guest from last week, Colleen Sobeck. Yes, Shobeck. Hello, Shobeck. It's yes, Shobeck. I'm sorry, Shobeck. Colleen. <laughs> I will get that right on the hundredth time, I promise. You know, I bet she's laughing right now. I hope so. <laughs> if I can... If I can just bring a little comedic relief to people's lives, I've done my duty. Shout That's out to sure. Tommy as well. Shout out to Tommy and uh, Laura Lee. Is it Laura Lee? Is on tonight with us. Welcome. Welcome to the show. I know that you guys have dialed into a good one tonight. Definitely. That's for sure. I think I heard a rumor. though. A, a that, rumor? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That we had a few Facebook likes. We do. <laughs> yeah. We didn't, we didn't have any last week, but the, the well, dry period gonna, is over. We're yes. going to make up for last week. Oh, I, we are. I have a feeling. Oh, we are. <laughs> I, matter of fact, I usually do them about three, four o'clock in the afternoon and get ready for tonight. And I was early today, so I did it about noontime. And it was four new ones. Four? Yeah. Wow. It's amazing. And then I did uh, some reading and stuff like that and I went back. There was four more. Four more. Eight? That Facebook is fabulous. Likes? Yeah. Or in a matter of a couple hours this afternoon. I don't know how you stand all this excitement, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's really not him that's getting excited. I think it's me. (laughs) Yeah, I think it is. And the first one is our guest from last week, Colleen Schobeck. Thank you, Colleen. Thank Thank you, Colleen. Colleen. The next one is Scott Kuziak. Scott Kuziak. 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 How'd you say that? Kuziak. Scott, however you pronounce it, welcome. Thank you. Appreciate you liking us. It's almost us. like that actor's name, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like John Cusack. Cusack. Yeah. Cusack. Yeah. And then Joseph McGurl Jr. Joseph, thank you. Thank you, thank Joseph. You. Welcome to the GSR family. Thank you. Thank you. And then uh, it made Fritz real happy. <laughs> yes, it did. I'm yes, not, it I'm, did. I am not going to lie. <laughs> and then we have Claudia rivera thank you claudia thank you claudia thank you claudia i think our present guest knows that one yeah and then we have stephen elmore gee i wonder who that could be yeah. i wonder <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna find out that's uh, for sure i'm sure <laughs> you bet and then asia lambert thank you asia thank, thank you, you asia. appreciate asia. that so much cool name i think you recognize this one for it's christopher to bone christopher to bone pastor Tabone. chris t-bone in the house in fact he will be in the house here he will. in a couple of weeks yes so stay tuned stay tuned and then francis shield warren well thank you francis thank you for liking us on facebook and if you haven't done so already please do so from wherever you are fritz gets a little <laughs> if there is none i do because you know it's just so awkward when you don't have any of those names and you build it into the show and you go hey we got any facebook likes no and we're still sitting at 93 what? countries 93 countries yep 
Fantastic. 93 that we know about. That's right. That we know of. Right. But, you know, when you figure six years ago that we were sitting in my kitchen and we had like two counties. <laughs> now it's 93 countries. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big turnaround. God is, uh, is God alive. God is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is. <laughs> All right. Wonderful, man. I don't want to take up much more time. Uh, babe, you want to introduce our guest? I'd love to. And I'm so excited to have these guys in the studio right now. I've been uh, been reeling all day. Well, you know, I've been blessed actually to meet our present guest and her husband. Um, about maybe about three, four months ago, my husband started a new position at um, First United Methodist Church. And um, I got the opportunity to attend the Christmas party. Uh, with him, and that's where our, I met our present guest, uh, Miss Sochi Elmore. She is a stay-at-home mom of two wonderful children, Jude, 10 years old, and Avalyn, 5 years old. So um, she's a native Floridian and uh, has started a ministry and is the founder for uh, a ministry called Remarkable. It's a women's ministry. She started it about a year ago, and it's, it's a remarkable pretty exciting. Name. It is, yeah. It's a really, really cool name, and uh, she's here to tell us her story. So, without any further ado, I'd like to welcome Miss Sochi Elmore and her husband Stephen Elmore. Thank yeah, you. welcome Thank to the you. show. Thank, Thank you for saying thanks for yes. coming, guys. I know you guys are busy, and we ask a lot of people. Not everybody says yes, so oh, we're very appreciative. I know your husband's busy. Yes, yes, he is. So thank you so much for having us. And we know that it's not an accident when we sat beside each other at the Christmas party and we just got talking and it was just an open door from the Lord. And thank you so much for this opportunity. It's it's a blessing for us. Thank you for blessing us. I feel it's more a partnership now because, uh, you know, after what my wife told me, Mm. things that are just coming about right. you know with uh with women and things like that i'm i'm excited i got a front row seat for it amen yep we got work to do yes we do <laughs> <laughs> well like you said um tina my name is sochi elmore and uh, i'm happily married to the love of my life he's a uh, most handsome and i always say the smartest man i know and he's pretty um, smart he is he is yes he is <laughs> and we've been married for 15 years going on 16 years we have two children and um a little bit about my background i i was born and raised in florida like Miss Tina said and um my dad was a pastor and um he still is of a Southern Baptist church um, here in Mascot. It's called La Primera Iglesia Baptista de Mascot. It's a Spanish Baptist church. And um, just been there ever since. I mean, he's still there, what, going on almost 40 years or something. It was, wow. It's been a long time. And he's still preaching the gospel, and he's just a dynamic man of God. And I've just been blessed to to be, been raised in a Christian home, have two great older brothers, Eric and Adele. And that's just a little bit of my, my story. One of the things that God has blessed me with with my parents is that at a very early age, they put the fear of God in me. <laughs> and so um, I was a good girl. Of course, I made mistakes. But for the most part, um, I just knew that the Lord was watching. 
And so um, you're talking God, Southern Baptist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I, I, I knew the Bible, and and I got saved at an early age. Um, you know, and I got baptized when I was 13 because I knew that I couldn't. Um, go on my the coattails of my parents i had to have that relationship for myself and then i started really living the life i i remember at a very you know 13 14 i was reading my bible um just think i i just can't comprehend like i i i was thinking about that today like i had my devotion it was called essential connection um back then and i would read that and i'm like where did i even get that you know but i know that the holy spirit was working on me at a very early age and um like I said, my parents were, were very strict, but they were very supportive of me and my brothers with support with, with sports and with extracurricular ac- activities. So they didn't really want us to, to do a whole lot of, um, you know, working. You know, they, they just want us to enjoy life. And so one of the things that, that I was very blessed with is that my parents stayed in the, the same home for until I graduated because I was the youngest. Um, and they kept us all, the three of us, at the same elementary, middle, and high school. And I think about that, and not till you know years later that I hear Stephen's testimony where he moved around a lot. But that was such a gift because we um, we had that 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 stability, all three of us, that we knew the same teachers and. Um, so, so that's just something that, that I'm very thankful for my parents. And after high school, um, I, I started, you know, doing volunteer work and, and serving. And I ended up serving at a, um, summer camp, a girls camp. And I really feel that was where God, um, started to, just have a it started stirring my heart for a call to ministry to, to at that time was girls and you know a little bit later um to women and you know one thing that i know that god is keep continually teaching me is that it's baby steps you know it's it's the thing of god putting our mark on us you know not not just like when when we're adults but slowly right after we get saved we we have this relationship with Christ and he starts making his mark on us and as soon as I, I I was at the camp for three years, I I really felt the call of God to to devote my my life to ministry. So um, later on, I went to Lake Sumter and I met this handsome fellow here and <laughs> we started dating and but I knew that God wanted me to go to a Christian college I, I never had that desire to go like to a big university like the University of Florida or Florida State I just knew that I, I wanted to do something in the ministry so um, God opened the door for me to go to the Baptist College of Florida which is a small college in the Panhandle small town called Graceville um, really really great great Baptist college and that some of my favorite memories just really um, God started to to work in my life because I was so dependent on my parents faith even though I had it for myself I was so dependent on their faith and not till I moved away and went to college that I established that that really firm faith that that it's just me and God you know so I ended up being a resident director there and, and got to um, get to know the college got college girls. But I, I, saw, I saw again that God was making another mark on my life with, with, with girls, women. And, um, you know, 
girls are very temperamental. And I would probably have to say that was my, my hardest job being a, a, a of my life, being a, a girls dorm um, resident director, because we're, we're pretty moody, you know, and, and, but God <laughs> sustained me and prepared me because those times in the dorm room where I was, you know, um, having to, to settle arguments, he was preparing me for now, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, at the Baptist College of Florida, there's a lot of pastors and um, just people want to get married. And so people were getting married left and right. And, and me and Stephen were, were dating, dating for three years. And, and oh, man, I was like, oh, I want to get married. And my dad sat me down. I don't know if Stephen was there, but he said, um, I really want you to have this college degree and I want you to finish college um, and I will pay for college. As long as you get married, as long as you graduate before you get married. And so I was like, I want to be married to the love of my life. And so we waited. We waited till I graduated. And then three years later, not three, three years, three months later, three weeks later, um, we got married. Like, so I graduated May. And then in June, we got married because we were like, we were ready. And that was the start of our of our marriage. And they always they always say that the the first year is always the hardest, and it, it really was. And we decided when we were in Graceville that we would stay in Graceville for about a year to establish our relationship. And and like I said, I love my family. We're a very close knit family. It, very, very dependent on my, my parents. And I knew that I needed to, and Stephen did too, that I needed to, to depend on my husband and establish this foundation um, of our Elmore um, marriage. And so we decided to stay in Graceville. But then I started getting super homesick. I missed my family. I missed my niece that was probably, what, two years old at that time. And um so so we decided, Stephen was like, we said a year, so we're going to stay here a year. And we decided to stay, but um, something happened. Um, I got a, a call. Um, you know, I remember the date so vividly. I got a call February 13th, 2004, and um, and it rocked our world. And it, 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 it challenged our faith. And just because you are um, from a Christian home and you think that you have this firm foundation, um, things can change like that. And... My my dad's very influential in Mascot Groveland area. People know him. Um, they know our family because we have been there forever. So it didn't only rock our our, our world, but it rocked everybody's world in in that community. But um, we were still in Graceville, and I got this call that um that like like I said changed our lives. <laughs> but um. My brother Adele called me. Like I said, I have two brothers. Awesome brothers. Very, very protective and loving. And I got this call from my brother Adele and he said, Is Steven with you? And I said, No. And he and he said, Well, I need you to I need you to um call me back when Steven gets there. And I said, I just knew something was wrong with my brother Eric. And I said, What happened to Eric? And he said, no, I want you to go get Stephen. And I said, Adele, tell me what happened to Eric. At that time, Eric was um, deployed in Iraq. And um, we had just got the news that that he was killed in a, in a, by a roadside bomb. He was driving the Humvee. 
and it totally, like I said, challenged our faith. A family that has been rooted in in the word. But had we not been rooted in the word, our family would have been in shambles because the peace that surpasses understanding is what what got us through. And 14 years later, even though we grieve, we still miss him. You know, that pain never goes away. They say that the time heals all wounds. You still have that in your heart. You still have that love. And, and we know without a shadow of a doubt that Eric is in heaven and he's probably like, I'm going to get you when you come up here. Like, stop crying. <laughs> but, but we miss him so much. Yeah. And, and at that time, he was 32. He was super young. He had a two a two year old daughter and a um, two month old son, so everything was just so new. And um, I just thank God for his wife Tracy that has basically de- devoted her life to raising these two children. Now they're teenagers, and they're the best teenagers. Of course, I'm a little biased, but they're they're the best teenagers that anybody can ask for. And I know that Eric's super proud of them and Tracy, but um, we're like I said, we're super close family, very close knit. Um, my parents live in Mascot, my brother lives in Mascot, and and I'm speaking into existence. Tracy is going to be here very soon. She lives in Wisconsin, so we got to see her over Christmas, but we miss him so much. But like I said, that that part of my story, because I feel like. Um, People always say, well, you know, you have this, you have to have this big testimony, you know, if God changed your life and if you didn't, what has God done in your life? And I always say, God guarded me from a lot, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. he guarded me from a lot of bad decisions and my, 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 my dad and my brothers were very protective. They, they didn't let me date. And, you know, at the time I was very, um, aggravated. Um, Mm -hmm. but I thank God because I would never have met this, this man of God that I have here. So uh, the decisions that I make, I, I praise God that, that he gave me that, that wisdom at a very young age. And, and like I said, a lot of it was, I was scared, but, um, I had that fear of the Lord in me. And now it it might've been an unhealthy fear at that age, but now it's a, a healthy fear but um we moved back sooner than later um to mascot because i knew i needed to be with my family that and, and that day i remember february 13th we it's a six-hour drive and we ended up like probably flying home in about four hours and we probably had about a hundred people waiting at my house we just it was the the mascot community is so close there too but um for that for that um for that reason we moved a little bit sooner and um i thank god that steven was like okay yes you you know he wasn't like no we we said we weren't gonna move but he's been always supportive and um so ever since then we've been in mascot lived in a a great house we're very blessed to live in a, a house that we have bought but um we decided that um we wanted to have kids and you know, it doesn't always come easy for some people. And so when when we had decided, it took a, a good two and a half years before I got pregnant. And so 
I'm very sensitive with with moms and with women that after they got married, you know, they're always like, when's a kid, you know, or after a year, okay, why don't you have a kid? You know, they might be struggling, you know, you never know. And so God has really allowed me to be sensitive and, and say, you know, you'll have that baby when God gives you that baby. And, Amen. And, um, mm-hmm. So we, 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 about two years, two and a half years after we, we decide we're going to have kids, um, we have the sweetest little boy, Jude, and, um, I was happy with that. I, you know, he was my love of my life. I didn't want any more kids and I, and we decided that we were, I was going to stay at home and, um, but we knew that it was going to be a sacrifice. And so for me to stay at home, Stephen had to work like six jobs, you know, but for me, um, it was also a job because I was, because he was working six jobs, I was by myself, but it was a sacrifice that, that we would do again, but it it's something that um, we don't take lightly. It's something that um, I value stay-at-home moms because I think people think that they just sit at home and, and do fun things with kids, but that is a ministry. But I also know that not every woman gets the opportunity. And so, not every woman has the gifting for right, it. That, that is true. so true. They <laughs> want to go t- to work. Yeah. But th- there's this thing called mom wars, you know, out there that, well, you're the, you're, here's the working class mom and here's a stay at home mom. And why are they better? And I'm like, we're all in this together. You know, there is no, no, no better. We're all in this together. How can we encourage each other? So. Um, Stephen wanted a, a, another girl, and um, we're, we too are fasting as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are done tomorrow. We are high five for that. You know, <laughs> we, we, we've been on a twenty one day fast as well. And I don't know what you guys are doing. We're doing a, a Daniel fast, so uh-huh. um, we don't want to talk about what we're having for dinner tomorrow. So, but uh. but we're we're really looking forward to it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I kept trying to talk to her about having another baby, and mm-hmm. and and the first pregnancy was very difficult, right? Mm-hmm. And there were complications, and uh, she was not interested. You know, mm-hmm. and so I waited a year or two. <laughs> and then started talking about it some more, and she was double not interested. <laughs> uh, my baby. I thought I thought some time would 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 fix that, mm-hmm. and uh, and it didn't. And um, I said, "Don't you want a little girl that you can dress up? I mean, Jude's great, don't you?" And mm-hmm. she's like, "No, I'm good. I can't I can't love another <laughs> one like I love Jude." I'm like, "Well, not like you. I mean, it'll be different." And uh, so we started. Uh, we went. We started going to a new church, and one of the disciplines that that we learned about was fasting. And you know, we made our list of what we were fasting about, and I and I put that uh, you know I wanted to have another baby on there. And she found my list and she read it, <laughs> and we had this big argument over it. And she was like, "You cannot fast for that. You <laughs> are using God against me. This is yeah. wrong." And I was like, "Read read the request. Mm-hmm. It asked that God would change your heart." Or he would change mine, mm-hmm. that I wouldn't think about it anymore, or that you would that you would be willing to do it, mm-hmm. and um, and it was a whole nother year from that <laughs> yeah. that uh, that she said, you know what, I think we were supposed to have another baby, and we were pregnant in like two weeks, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it so, didn't take long, like the two and a half years that like it was due. So um, he fasted. That thing was done. That's right. <laughs> Fasting works miracles. She oh, knew it too. That's why you were in trouble. And I've, I've done a number of <laughs> I've done a number of Daniel fasts, and I know that last day or that day, the end. Yes, the beginning. You know, I know what can be had. <laughs> That's right. So, um, because I was at home, I, I got the opportunity to go to a, a organization called Mops, 
and um mops does help me keep my sanity it's a <laughs> group it's a it stands for moms of preschoolers. It's not just for stay-at-home moms. It's for any mom with a child under five. And it's different things that, that they do. Um, I'm not involved in there anymore but um, because I don't have a five-year-old. Now she's almost, you know, six, going on six. But um, it's a it's a safe haven for moms that, that provides refresh refreshment and relaxation in the in most of the time in churches. And so the only mops group that was close to me was the one at FUMC. And so um, I started going there and just loving F, um, FUMC. And I loved um, mops and I got onto leadership. And, and that's where I felt like God was starting to nudge at my heart a little bit more. And he gave me the opportunity to lead um, a Bible study for mops. And so um, I just got really involved and loved leading the Bible studies. I would lead like Beth Moore and, and Priscilla Shire. And one of the things that I know about leading a Bible study, it's it's definitely a special gifting because um, you have to know right with the right questions to ask. You have to make sure that everybody's talking and there's not just one person overpowering. And I and I saw that I was really good at it, and people started telling me that I was really good at it. But then they started saying, you know, as time as I kept on leading, they kept on saying, you don't need to be leading other people's you need to start leading your own and teaching your own and and i said no i'm good i'm good you know doing doing somebody else's you know i'm doing what god has called me to do and and god is happy with me but i just kept on feeling god nope i want you to do a little bit more and so in between all this um one of actually um chris's wife um carrie came up to me one day. I wasn't really close to her. Um, we were different. You know, she was in mops, but we were at different tables, per se. And she said, they're hiring at um, FUMC for a business administrator. Um, you should tell your husband to, to apply. And at that time, um, he was working at a plumbing um, place and literally coming home just just head to toe dirty with gunk. And we had been praying and fasting for one job instead of various jobs and and i was like okay i had no idea why she had told me to even mention it to steven i i've never really talked to her that much but i'm like okay you know but i knew that that there was a, a chance that he wouldn't get it because we don't go to the Methodist church and he's really never carried a, a position like that. But um, we knew what we prayed for. We knew that that we wanted him to use his gifts and his calling. And and I, I know that it's all about connections, you know, and my connection through mobs allowed him, they, they hired him. Um, it doesn't make sense because he doesn't go there, but God has gifted Stephen with everything he needs to be the business administrator. And I praise God that that he is doing something because we always prayed that we wanted him to do something that matters, and yeah. um and he and he really is. I I, I know that he's making a, a really big difference at FUMC, but but there yes, like, he is. <laughs> but there, I just wanted to, to to do a shout out because God is so faithful, and the things that you you think that you're praying for, and and oh man, I'm still. At this job and God, God, why haven't you, pr- you answered this prayer? Keep on praying and keep on fasting and mm-hmm. keep on, most of all, keep on believing that God is faithful and He is Amen. going to give you what you have prayed for. He is going to give you the desires of your heart. So we were um, very, very blessed to to be able to. Now he's going on his fourth year. Yeah, yeah, there, and um, that that has been just 
a big, big blessing for us. But as 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 time went on, I, I started leading different Bible studies at FUMC. I, I led a women's, um, not just mops, but I led a women's Bible study. And then um, the the pastor's wife, Pastor Jody, at at our church. We go to Hope International Church in Groveland. Great church. We love our our church. We love our pastors. And she had told she had told me that she wanted me to be over the women's group. And and at and in that capacity, I would have to teach, and I was like, Pastor Jody, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I just lead Bible studies, you know. Don't, don't, don't make me like do my own, and don't, don't make me get uncomfortable. Yeah, don't make me, yes. And she exactly. said, you know, she has never heard me, or heard me speak or teach, and she said, I believe in you, and, and you're, you're gonna do this. And I said, okay. And so I, I became the, the, the head over the women's group there. And I probably taught about three times that year and kind of got my feet wet. And then a couple months later, I, I had an opportunity. Um, one of my friends had just moved in, to Live Oak, and she was uh, the head over her mops group. And she said, Sochi, we're planning out our year. I really want you to be one of our guest speakers. And I said, wait, like, I, I, I'm, I, I lead other people's Bible studies. Like, this is not for me. And she said, no, I, I you, I don't ever, and this one I want to say, don't ever underestimate what God is telling you to do, whether it's a Facebook post or doing a blog, God is going to use everything for his glory. But you have to, you have to take that baby step and say, okay, God, you know, I prayed for this and I trust you. And, you know, if you open a door, you know, I'm going to walk through it. And so. What does I, the word say? Uh, when you're faithful, what is unto another man's, you will one day have your own. Wow. That's good. Yep. And, and so I told Jessica, you know, the famous thing, okay, I'll pray about it, right? And so uh, I ended up praying about it, and God is like, of course, I opened this door for you. And so I ended up going and teaching there. And um, little by little, I started having opportunities to teach. And then this one thing that really solidified what I'm supposed to be doing, and I don't know it's forever, but definitely in this season of my life, is to be a, a Bible teacher, a teacher of the Word. Um, Beth Moore had this thing that she was going to, Beth Moore, I don't know if everybody knows, she's a renowned Bible study teacher. She's a fireball. Yeah, uh -huh. she's, she's like awesome, her. awesome. She's written many books. Yes, and so she 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 put online that she was going to offer a conference for a small group. I want to say it was 100 women that were for the next generation of teaching. What I love about her is she doesn't feel like she has to hoard up the whole Bible teaching. She's like, no, I want to instill other things. There's enough for everybody. We need to fill the earth with, with the Word. And so um, I started like diving into that, and I said, you know, I, I kind of kept it to myself, but I said, maybe I can go to that. But I wasn't sure because the, the conference was going to be in Texas and we really were on a budget and we weren't sure. Like, I, I just didn't really present Stephen with stuff like that, that I didn't really take serious. But God kept on laying in my heart, talk to Stephen, talk to Stephen, I want you at that conference. And so I talked to Stephen and, and he said, let's do it. And I said, well, the registration is, you know, Black Friday and I, I don't know if I'll full make it. Long story short, um, that day he went to register and he went to submit and it crashed right the 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 site crashed cuz so many women were trying to apply for to to go to this conference and so we were like oh man we didn't we didn't do that but um before that i'm sorry um steven was like 
I'm going to buy plane tickets. Be, I'm going to buy, buy you a plane ticket because I have faith that God is going to make a way for you to go. And and I said, um, but, you know, at the hotel. And he was like, no, we're going to find a way. Needless to say, God works everything out. And he is so awesome. And he's our father. And he's so loving to us. Um, my aunt lives like, what, 10 minutes away from the conference. She was able to, I was able to stay with her. She picked up me up from the airport. God will give you everything that you need for what he is calling you to do. All the little details. Uh, all the little details like I, I didn't have to worry for about food or anything everything was covered and so um we, we thought man we didn't get in and then he refreshed it like two minutes later and then they said congratulations you have been um, selected or you've been you know you get to go to this conference and so I got to go to this conference with Beth Moore and I got to meet Sh- Priscilla Shire and wow. she just <laughs> poured into these women this this remnant all over the United States this is not just for Florida this was from all over the United States of women seeking to teach the word and it was so encouraging to me that I was like okay Okay, God, I, I know what you want me to do. This is what you want me to do. And so I, I'm, I'm reading this book about leadership. And, you know, they say you want to do something that people say that you're good at. And not just one person, but if people keep on saying that, that you probably should do it. And just random people would come up to me and say, you know, you are a woman of God. You need to teach the word. And, and, and I was like, okay. And then, you know, once people start saying it, you eventually start to believe it. And then one of my good friends said, Sochi, I'm going to be with, with you all along the, the way, as long as I can, because you are an anointed woman of God. And, um, and, and I believe in you. And I feel like sometimes we just need that one person to say, I believe in you for us to be like, um, okay, I can do it. Even though God is saying he's pushing us out there. Um, but then my other friend, another great friend of mine, she said, I can lead praise and worship. And she's got an amazing voice. And I was like, oh, you're going to lead worship for me? Like, I, I don't like, you know, like the Wayne's world. I'm not worthy. Not you know? <laughs> um, but but we, we, we ended up like all, the three of us really saying, okay, we're going to do this and really committing to starting this ministry up. And so last year, this time we got really we we said me and Stephen said we're gonna put our money where our mouth is. We are gonna start a women's ministry. We don't really know what it looks like, but we're gonna fast and pray for this ministry. And one of the big things I know that when we ask God, I think we were talking about this earlier. When we ask God, He is faithful to give us the wisdom that we're asking for. And so I said, God, give me a name for this ministry. And and it was up to like the last two days of 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 the fast. And I was like, God, I'm running out of time. This is when I'm the closest to you. Please talk to me. And I was very specific. I wanted um, something that was pretty. I wanted something that had a couple words in it that I could kind of, you know, maneuver. Because we're really big into graphic um, design and we wanted something to pop. And so, you know, all that stuff is important. And God and something that had meaning. And so I remember I was sitting in church one day and, and I was writing out different words and the Holy Spirit, because I can't take credit for it. I, I want to take credit for it. But the Holy Spirit said remarkable. And I was like, okay, let me let me take apart Mark, able. Okay. And then the Holy Spirit said, you are able to make your mark. And I was like, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Okay, I can finish my fast, right? No, no, like I had a couple of days <laughs> later. But um, 
right then I was like, okay, God, you are faithful with the name. I'm going to be faithful to you because you are so faithful to me. I'm going to carry out this ministry. And so when we started talking, I knew what God had placed on my heart to start this ministry for women so that we can encourage them to make their mark. But the way that they make their mark is by filling up on God's word. There's no way that we can pour out into others unless we get into the word. I feel like there's all these pastors and, and great teachers, and, and, and that's good because I'm always listening to podcasts, but it's so important that we do the work for ourselves. We have to get into scripture for ourselves. It, it's food for us. That's mm-hmm. nourishment for us. And so that's my big thing of Remarkable, that it's not it's not anybody else's job. It's our job as women to get into the word. But another aspect is to make connections. And it's so funny that, that we made that connection, but it's about making connections because Remarkable is not a church event. And I know God was very specific when he said, it's going to be a community event. And I said, okay, God, great. I have access to three churches. I can have it at Hope. I can have it at my dad's church. I could even maybe have it at FUMC if I really needed to. And God was like, nope, I don't want to have any excuses for women not to come. Because what happens is we get into our, our church circles and our church mm-hmm. bubbles, and we don't want to you know, cheat on our church by going to another church. And so he was like, I want, I want you to cross all the barriers. I, want, I don't want there to be denomination lines. I don't want there to be culture lines. I don't want there to be age lines. Preach it, Sosha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Preach it. I want... I want my my women, my daughters to come in one place and worship me and get fed on God's word. And so that's that's where Remarkable started. That's where my heart is. And that that's that's where we are not going to stray away from um, something that has just kind of when, when people say, well, why don't you do this? We always say, well, does it does it line up to this, even though we've only started in July, Stephen and I are very, very like, nope, we're not going to do it. And I, I want to make sure that I, I say this because I'm Stephen's biggest fan. He's my biggest fan. But without a godly husband, I know God could work everything out. There's no doubt that Holy Spirit can work everything out. But without him saying, you know what, we're going to do this. We're going to put the finances there because God is always faithful. Without him there to, to be like, even on my days where I'm like, Stephen, what am I doing? He's like, no, you're going to do it. God has called you to do this. I I. I know I could do it. It just wouldn't be as easy as as I I could do it. And so I thank God. I wanted to say publicly that I thank God for this awesome man of God that mm. God has given to me. But um, you always need an encourager in the corner. You do, and that that's Can what you tell she's an encourager. <laughs> all those kind words she said. Oh yeah. So so that's really where where remarkable is, and and I'm excited because the first meeting that we had was in July of 2018. It was a remarkable event. We had about 75 women, and there was even people standing. It was the 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 building was so full. It was definitely not something that we expected. We were like, oh, maybe 30, 40 people, and God just showed Himself so real to to, to everybody there. But I think most to me, you know, because I was like, God, how am I going to get through this? Like, I don't, 
I don't like talking in front of people. Like I get really nervous. Like you should have seen me. I'm like, I, I told Stephen, like, let me have a few minutes before I go inside Tina's house. Stephen's like, no, we're going in right now. And I was yeah. like, okay. But it, it's not something that I'm comfortable with. But that's what that's what. Do you the talk faith. that fast when you speak in public? I try not to. Yes, I, I, I. Because you're to blazing, man. You, yes. you just, <laughs> you come in and hammer down. <laughs> but it, it's the that's thing awesome. of, of, I, I, I get nervous and anxious, but I know that God is working through me, and I just have to say, you know what, God, this is. This is all you. I can't. I can't do this myself, mm-hmm. and that's something that I'm. I'm super proud of with with Remarkable. It's been a. Re- it was a really hard year, 2018. There was a lot of stuff that happened. The enemy was just really um, knocking me and Stephen mm-hmm. upside the head. Well, but what you're gonna we do faithful. there? You think he's gonna just stand by and watch? Yeah, that's no. true. That's very true. I think there was a lot of testing in 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tina and I were pushed to the limits. We. Wow. I mean absolutely pushed to the limit um even every facet of our of our life was tested you know even gsr the studio was flooded over the holidays wow. just crazy stuff just the you know just test after test after test and i'm just glad to see 2018 gone but i know it was a proving grounds it was a stretching mm, it was right. a season of that's right of learning and, and lessons and i know beyond a shadow of a doubt I told Susan Morris this the other day. I said, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt I'm where I'm supposed to be. Amen. We believe that. Because yes. the attack would be, you know, mm-hmm. it'd be nothing if we weren't taking ground. Right, so. right, right. I had to jump in. I'm sorry. No, so you, no. got, you got me all excited. <laughs> no, no. I, I, We're going to co-preach back and forth. I'm excited because like the, the word says, it is living and active. But what that means is we have to take a hold of it and make it living and active for our lives. Because if it's just sitting there, it's not, I mean, of course, it's powerful by itself. But we ha- we are his vessels. We have to be the, the, the soldiers that are carrying this, this purpose out. And so that, that's what my testimony is. And I'm sticking to it. When's your really? book, when's your book uh, coming out? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> that's the answer I wanted to yes. hear. So, Sochi, how do yes. people find out about Remarkable if they want to get plugged in and they want to they want to attend well we have everything on facebook we also have a youtube channel Mm -hmm. so i don't have a website just yet just working out some some kinks you know as as we as is still a new ministry i know like there's so much i want to do but god is always like you don't have to do everything right now there's baby steps and Mm -hmm. With Remarkable this year, we we were a little bit more organized. I know, like when we we started in July, we kind of just hit the the ground running, but um, there was all kinds of women that say we want this every month. Mm-hmm. But as for right now, it's for feasible. We can't do every month. We mm-hmm. have to do every other month. But who knows what the future is? But what we're going to do for 2019 is the off months that we don't meet. We're going to do something. We're going to meet at our local restaurant. We're going to meet at. Um, Claremont waterfront and and take a walk. One thing that I know women are craving is friendships. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. want it, and and a lot of times I know that I was looking for something like remarkable. In uh, in Mo Midlow, I love Mo Midlow. Mm-hmm. I, you Unforsaken know, woman. Yes, I I you know the verse says you, you follow me like I follow Christ, and I I follow her like she follows Christ. Mm-hmm. And one thing that 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 she always says is that. 
she, she before I even started this in July, I actually went to her. Not that I know her. I just have been following her for many years. Mm-hmm. Um and I said, you know, I'm doing this. I don't want there to be any competition because our, our ministries are very similar. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she said, girlfriend, there is room enough for two. Yep. We have a lot of ground to cover. Yep. She poured into me at that Dunkin' Donuts. Like she could have been doing ever, anything. And she chose to say, you know what? I'm going to spend this time with a, a younger woman and um, and because she can't do it all. Right. And so. I did go to Mo Midlow's thing. I did go to Unforsaken, but I knew that we needed something over there in the Groveland area, right. in the mascot area. So that's that's what I, I started. So every other month, we're going to do something like that, something to get p- people connected. Right. Because if I wanted it, I know other people want it. Right. Because a lot of people um, in the church are so busy. You know, yeah. they're doing leadership roles and then they don't make those friendships. Remarkable is a way to be like, oh, I, I know that you don't go to my church, but hey, how can you like, where do you work? You know, and, and just make those connections, make those friendships because we are so social. And one thing I didn't say about Mops is um, I love Mops, but I think Stephen loved Mops more because it gave me an outlet. Because when, when you thought, you think I talk fast, when he came home from work, I was like, ah, you know, and I wanted to know every detail of his life. But m- women are so social and we want to have that outlet to talk yes. and so that's one mm-hmm. thing about remarkable we are going to do stuff on the off months and maybe even do a bible study too from beth moore or priscilla mm-hmm. shire because that is my love it's one thing that helps me keep accountable you said religion. something there sochi that's so important is that god has blessed a, a lot of us with platforms and i think we need to we're all on the same team we need to band together for the same cause for the same goal we need to work together Mm -hmm. exactly Mm -hmm. so i'm just going to say it if you ever need god stories radio studio for anything you do voiceovers whatever you need i'm going to put that out there for you you. so that we can we can help you and and support you you. we're here for you and uh, you you know i have some background in the in the in broadcast and and uh, podcasting, so if if ever you decide to develop a podcast, you could Amen. do that as well. Thank um, you. That's so it, I just wanted to. I will definitely take you up on that. Put, that, <laughs> put that out there for you. I just feel like what, uh, I needed to say it because I, I feel a kindred spirit and and uh, uh, what you know what is happening to my wife is pretty amazing right you know and through the midst of all this turmoil we have been going through personally god has managed to birth a ministry amen and put women in her life such as yourself and and um and colleen and and mo yeah and i'm just so uh susan morris i'm just so thankful for that and that's the kind of body you know we need to be doesn't matter what church you go to amen well she kept on saying she kept on saying that uh you know you need to be in the word and and reading the word and living the word and so on and so forth the bible is all about relationships Mm -hmm. and that's where it is that's That's what father wants what father wants that's right that is to build relationships wherever it may be and wherever he points you that's right amen that's really the difference in having a, a kingdom mentality you know that it's it's we all have our own churches we we love our churches we love our communities but i'm not i'm not an american first right i'm not a man first mm-hmm. i'm not white first i'm not you know whatever the identifiers are mm-hmm. i'm a child of god first mm-hmm. amen amen and then all those other things have a place you know i'm right. a husband i'm i'm a father i'm all That's those right. things have a place behind those 
but if to really keep that kingdom mentality is is to acknowledge that you know i'm a child of god first mm-hmm. and that needs to be my priority and one of the things that i think about and then and then everything else will sort of order itself behind that that's right so so one thing that I do want to um, say, I want Stephen to tell the story of how we met, because that is a God story in itself. It is an amazing story. Yeah, so we, we were attending Lake Sumter Community College together, and, um, you know, uh, we both worked in the office up there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the lady that I worked for, Miss Tanya Rocker, um, she saw us bantering back and forth with each other one day, and she asked Sochi, what do you think about, about Stephen? That's and not the story I want to tell you. I know, <laughs> I know. but I got to start there. Yeah, yeah. Is he uh, shortchanging us? No, so no, he, no, he's going the long way. Keep him straight. I, yeah. uh, keep him straight. <laughs> no. I don't know how much time we have. I guess that should be the question. And, uh, and she was like, well, you know, I don't think I like him very much. And she's like, no, baby, you need to look again. <laughs> and uh, and so then, you know, we started talking a little bit more and started dating. And we kept it very quiet because we had this small circle of friends and, and nobody really knew. And mm-hmm. we're very private people. And so we weren't really telling anybody. And um, and then eventually, you know, I just I knew it was going to a place that I was going to have to, you know, tell my family, tell my friends, tell everybody. It was mm-hmm. It was getting... Uh, hard to, you know, to, to hide something that was so great, right? Mm-hmm. And so I go home to tell my, my grandmother because um, I haven't lived with either parent since I was about 15. Wow. And this particular time I was living with my grandmother. And um, and so I go home and, and I, I want to tell her because I want to share with her and, and bring her over for dinner, you know, and that kind of thing. And, uh, and I wasn't sure how she would react. And... Um, I started telling her, I said, well, I'm dating, I'm dating this Spanish girl and, you know, she's really great and she's smart, she's funny and she's this and she's that. And, uh, and she said, okay, well, um, what's her name? And I said, well, her name's, her name's Sochi, Sochi Ramirez. And, and she was like, Sochi Ramirez? And she said her name right. And that should have been the first indication <laughs> that something was wrong. Busted. <laughs> and and she was like, well, is, is, I just, if, I, is her dad's name Felix? And I said, I think so. I haven't actually even met him yet. You know, it's only a couple of weeks in. And, uh, and she was like, oh, I love the Ramirez's. You can date her as much as you want. <laughs> and I was like, hold well, she on. She was kind a... of asking, is she a godly woman? I was like, hold on a second. So, well, it turns out that, you know, um, my entire family, you know, in Umatilla, they always went to this First Baptist Church of Altoona. Wow. Uh, and there was an old pastor named Jack who decided that they needed to minister to migrant farm workers and that he was going to go find himself a Spanish Baptist preacher and that that they were going to use the old sanctuary and they were going to bust in the migrant farm workers and some of the congregation was resistant to that and he's like i don't really care what y'all want that's what we're going to do and uh the young pastor that he went and found was a very young uh felix ramirez wow so i found out that we grew up in the same church when we were babies. Oh, wow. <laughs> Our parents knew each other. Coinky dink. You know, and I make I make jokes sometimes. I'm like, yeah, I remember this brown haired girl being uh, cute but mean to me in the nursery. And, you know, it just it, it progressed and it, it got it just got more and more. And as we started to get married, you know, make plans for the wedding, we scoured the earth trying to find some kind of a photo of us 
we were there for like a solid two years. Our families mm-hmm. were there at the same time. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we couldn't find anything. And then about, oh, I don't know, probably six or seven years ago now, my mom went back for a Baptist homecoming, which if you're not familiar, they invite everybody who's ever been there to come mm-hmm. back and have dinner on the grounds and bring your old photos and just reminisce and that kind of thing. And she was flipping through a scrapbook and she stopped. And in this photo she pulled out, there's like 20 people in the photo, but there was only four that she keyed in on. Mm-hmm. Her dad is holding her in line waiting for food at a homecoming. My dad's sitting right next to him holding me. And I mean, I was probably a year and a half. and She was like two and a half years old. Oh, wow. And so I just was like, this is crazy. We finally <laughs> found the photo. Right. And now we didn't know each other, didn't see each other, didn't. Until we got to community college and, and you know, bantered back and forth yeah. and had no idea what God had in store, mm-hmm. you know, and, and how long ago it had started or where it had started or yeah. anything. All the little details. Mm-hmm. God is so amazing. So, I'm yes. still waiting. Yes. <laughs> you, she's out there. You gotta, I know she is. I know he's, she's got him. You got to tell me, Stephen, though, when you, you guys first started dating, did you just... Did you just ask her to say things in Spanish? <laughs> I, you know, I I didn't because she she um she never spoke Spanish around me, and I I probably spoke Spanish more than right. she did at the oh, time. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't it no. wasn't fascinating to no. you. Uh, I, no. But I mean, I you know, I, I I had studied Spanish in school, and and she just she spoke such beautiful, perfect English, you <laughs> yeah. know. Um, it was, I mean, it was so funny because I remember when we, when we first started dating and I, I said something about, oh, well, you know, I'd ask you to come do something with me on Sunday, but you know, you're probably at church. You probably, you know, do you have mass or whatever? And she was like, mass. (laughs) And, 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 and I was like, well, you're Spanish. You, I know you're a church girl. You're Catholic, right? I mean, all, you know, and she was like, No. I'm not Catholic. I'm, I'm Baptist. I'm Southern Baptist. And I was like, "Can I no. borrow your shovel?" Yeah, exactly. yeah. And then she was, and then and then she was like, "Well, and you don't go to church at all." And I was like, "What?" I was offended, and uh, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And I said, "I'm a Christian." And she's like, "I don't think so." And I said, "Why not?" You know. And she's like, "I hear the way you talk with your friends." Mm-hmm. Ah. And Ooh. that was the first time. Uh, Ouch. Well, you know, and it made an impression on me because it, it had it been the have. first time that anybody had um, stood up to me and stood up for their faith in the same way. Wow. And I thought, first I tried to brush it off, and then I was like, no, she's right. And then I started listening to my own conversations with, with our group of friends, and, and I was like, she's right. Mm-hmm. I, I, I look and sound like everybody else here. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm not supposed to, mm. and and I think that was kind of the first indication that I had that I had somebody um, by my side, wasn't really with me at the time, but by my side that that was going to tell me the truth. Mm-hmm. And uh, you don't have enough people in your life that you can in love, although that wasn't mm-hmm. so loving at the time. But <laughs> you need people in your life who, in love, can tell you the truth. Absolutely, Even well, man. You, you knew you were on the right bit. track because she <laughs> took the time to notice. You right. Know, she didn't care. Right. She she wouldn't have cared. That's so true. there you were. That is absolutely true. Yeah, absolutely, that's fantastic. What a story. 
My wife lived in England, but she lost her Brit. Every once in a while, she sounds like one. <laughs> a word will pop out there. So, Sochi, when you yes. get really angry, is it easier to talk Spanish? You know, I don't really speak Spanish. I just, is, um, I understand it all. So, I can, I understand everything pretty much, but just English. Oh, really? Yeah. So, you're not... Like fluent, fluent? No, no, I'm fluent in understanding. <laughs> she absolutely, oh. she abs I tell yes. people this all the time. She absolutely could speak it, uh, but it's not the the language that she learned first. Right. You know, oh, the only okay. person she all ever right. talked to in Spanish was her grandmother, who right. refused gotcha. okay uh, to speak to her in anything but Spanish because yeah. she wanted her to try to <laughs> yeah. speak in Spanish. And um, you know, when when people meet us, right. um, you know. They often think I'm the Spanish one. Right. If they hear that, like, oh, right. there's a couple that's together. There's one's white, one's Spanish. They'll come and speak Spanish to me. And then I look at her like, what they say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they look really confused because yeah. they're like, but, so I thought yeah. that you were, you know, and we have some fun with that yeah. sometimes. Confused is when I take my stepson to get a haircut and it's me and her. <laughs> and they look at him and go, and he says, yeah, that's my mom and dad. <laughs> they're like, all right. That's that's confused. Wow, that is so cool. What a great story. Wow. Man, so glad you guys came. Well, we're so, fired we're up. so honored to be here. And, and you know, the, the very first um, Remarkable 2019 is going to be February 8th. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. February 8th. And, uh, February 8th. and, and it, yeah, you said shameless plugs, but I'm it. taking you up on Go it. Go for it. The first Remarkable is February 8th, and it is um, it's a, a two-hour event, mm -hmm. and that's why it's done every other month. It starts at 7 o'clock. We open the doors at 6.30. There's some light refreshments, and people like to come together and get some coffee and, and eat a brownie and, and talk about their their week. and, and Wherever coffee thing. and brownies are, there he will be. <laughs> That's right. And at the last Remarkable, you know, she was talking about age and boundaries, and we had the youngest person and the youngest lady in the room was 10. Mm -hmm. and, wow. And the oldest was probably 78. Well, so, so where's fantastic. the event being held yeah, at? It's, uh, yes. You have a Facebook page, but I did see that. Yes. So this, hopefully we can get it the whole year, but for February, it's going to be at the Lake David Center. And um, I don't remember what the address is. We just... Lake Davidson Lake, Room? Lake, Lake David um, Center. Oh, sorry. Lake and David Center. Lake David Center, and that's in Groveland. Groveland. And okay. I really want to have it in Groveland all year. We mm -hmm. had it in Claremont one one time and then Mascot the last two times. But we're we're really hoping that we can just have that as our home for 2019. Mm -hmm. It's right there on Lake David, super easy to find, right off of um, Highway 50. Mm -hmm. So it is um, 450 South Lake Avenue, and that's in Groveland. Okay, 450 South Lake yep. Avenue. Lake David Center. Lake David Center. And what's your Facebook page? It is Remarkable. That is that is it. Facebook.com slash Remarkable. Mm-hmm. And one thing that we have tried to do on a continual basis is at least post one thing. We try to make it active um, so that people are okay engaged that, that Remarkable is, you know, not just something every other month. But we have Tuesday's Funny, something that my cousin does. She always finds a funny little meme. Um, Mondays is it's just an encouraging wor word, and another cousin does that. Um, on Thursdays, I do a I write a devotion. And, um, and then on Friday, we have another encouraging word from another friend of mine. And then on Saturday, I actually, every Saturday, I do a 
a video um, a devotion. It's called Sochi Saturday Devotion. Mm-hmm. And I've been pretty faithful since July to do it every single Saturday, whether it be five minutes or, or 15, 20 minutes. But I, I kind of try to keep it short. But that way people can see, okay, before, what what am I getting into? So that they can see, hear my heart mm-hmm. and and on Wednesdays, we have, you know, somebody share a song, but just definitely something that's keeping them encouraged, women mm-hmm. encouraged. Amen to that. And you mentioned you're on YouTube as well. Yes. You have a channel. I do. Channel. I think it's Remarkable Ministry. I think that's what we named it. But I upload the videos on YouTube because there's people that don't have Facebook. Like my mom does not have Facebook. So mm-hmm. she can always watch the videos there. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Wonderful. They can go back and watch your uh testimony tonight yeah on youtube awesome <laughs> awesome and session be, 192 you'll be able to share in the book well. yes <laughs> fantastic man i could sit here and talk all night man perk up a pot of coffee and just uh we're not burning any tape you know <laughs> i want to come back for the 200th show that's a big deal that is yeah. a big deal man that's really you're welcome cool. to come back I think I, we probably booked until that point, I think. Um, Pretty close. Let me see. Close. That's I think a we're a little question. short. Then we can get his testimony, the down and dirty. Yeah. Uh, oh. I mean, he is amazing. He's a great communicator. I, I say it all the time. He's preached a couple um, times at Hope International, and he's intriguing. <laughs> that's, ah. that's one way to put it. Intriguing. <laughs> yes. Intriguing. I love it. I love it. Yeah, definitely. Sign him up for you know. She's she is you know so encouraging and but such a liar. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm. <laughs> I don't know if I'm if I'm intriguing. You know. So show number two hundred has not been booked yet. Well, it is. It hasn't. It um it would be March twenty first. One ninety two. One ninety three. One ninety four. And um, I know that you had me holding March for certain people, right? So I haven't heard anything further from. Well, you. I was hoping, I was hoping Pastor would come on, but yeah, that's but, what I thought. You know, with his the tribulations with his mom, you never know. He's got to mm-hmm. go, right? And uh, this and that. So I didn't want to pressure him. So right. You know, we'll, well, we'll get him when we get him. That's not a problem. But and, if we fill in the two opens in the middle. The 21st and the 28th of March, the person that's down for April 4th will be the 200th. No, I think 200 is going to be March 21st, is it not? We just did session 192. Well, we can talk about that offline. Uh I just want to thank each and every one of you for joining us tonight. What What an amazing show. I want to thank everybody on Mixler uh see colleen's still with us alex is still with us and jomar six welcome welcome to the show glad you can make it i know you dialed into a good one hope it blessed you tonight thanks for uh listening via mixler and uh thanks for everybody that's on youtube tonight and uh we're gonna wrap it up and that about wraps it up for session 192 i'm fritz i'm mike and i'm tina god bless god bless god bless 